Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, uh, and we'll discuss the importance of having uh, friends with different opinions to yours. Uh, we'll probably have that discussion using our sexy Kiwi accents. And then what happens when you hit your thumb with a hammer? Uh, just for a bit of light relief. Uh, but b- before any of that, uh, Slushy Gate. Woohoo! Yes, that's the story everyone was talking about. Chief Custodial Officer Neil Beals saw a cause and effect as a result of the slushies being on tap. Investment in the machines, he said, combined with the efforts of correction staff were effective. No major incidents occurred in the prisons, despite the hot and humid conditions. So he sees a cause and effect. I don't think it was the slushies that actually resulted in an incident-free period in our prisons. It was the tangible show of support that management made towards staff, I believe, that was the, the difference. Staff that feel they're being looked after, that feel they're being given a perk, even something as small and fun as a slushy machine, they're happy staff. And God knows there'd be few enough perks working as a corrections officer. As a taxpayer, I'm all good with a million dollars being invested in our correction staff. It's a tough and at times dangerous job, and it is not well paid. An experienced prison officer, according to the uh, website, earns between fifty-four and sixty-three thousand dollars a year. They are not going to retire rich and fat on that. If a few brightly coloured slushies provides them a bit of fun, a bit of hydration, alleviates the discomfort that comes with working in a hot, stuffy environment in a uniform and body armour. Who on earth would begrudge them that? I don't know that people would have minded uh, the odd slushy machine here and there, but it just seems so many so expensive. Uh, Somebody got carried away. I think that's what people are... Isn't that what people are upset about? Ex-prison officer, I've been out of the service about 20 years now. Yep. When I, when I worked in the prison, you could put two, two people walking amongst uh, 180 inmates in Mount Eden Prison on your own, you know, mm. and you didn't have stabbed beasts in those days. Yeah. But, um, look, I worked at Mungarara Prison here too, Hawke's Bay, and it gets very, very hot out there. And I actually applaud the government for what they've done. I'm a founding member of CANS, the union that represents some of the prison officers there. And um, I just applaud the government for, you know, it's not an easy job. You're dealing with, as you said earlier, the lowest of the low in, in our country. Mm. Every day for your whole shift, why not have been something, and, you know, and the staff there make them feel good for, and feel better for a part of their shift, you know, and get better performance and out of it. Okay, you know? number one. Uh, this uh, was part of their operational budget, so this was in fact uh, Department of Corrections running their facility the way they best man- thought. Oh, well, so, it's, so it's let's not let's not let's not go applauding Kelvin Davis because I'm pretty sure he never knew about it until it became a problem. Uh, well, I'm, so. I don't think Kelvin would have um, denied them of here today, quite frankly. No, no, exactly. Um, hey, so according, I've got the Department of Corrections official information uh, act uh, reply here, uh, the request yep. uh, here as well, and he rec- they reckon that. Uh, it gets very, very hot in prisons, and they reckon that Mount Eden, for instance, temperatures always uh, are between 27 to 29 degrees daily. Is that the old prison or the new one? I don't even know if the old one still goes, this, does it? This was... Uh, no, no, the old one does not go. It is oh, the new right. one, right? I feel like they should put some air conditioning in if it's the new one. Who builds a building with, without air conditioning?
Why is it so hot in there? And um, somebody worked out that the, the slushy machines were about $5,000 each, going by the numbers we were given yesterday. Um, and you can buy heat pumps for less than that, and they'll do the cold air for you. Keep it cool in summer, warm in winter. It's all very confusing. Uh, kids are back to school, um, and that's good because they're sick of us and we're sick of them. Their brains are forced to process complex and unexpected information, which in turn helps us become more creative. How? Because the more we're forced to process complex information, the more our brain is trained to think outside the square and look beyond the obvious, which, as the researchers point out, is precisely the hallmark of creative thinking. Seems obvious, doesn't it? Seeking out diverse friendships is not only uh, not the only way to engage with complex or unexpected information. Of course, we can also read books, watch foreign films, or immerse ourselves in the arts. Researchers found that seeing things from a new or different perspective can create feelings of connectedness and kindness. If the horrendous events of March 15th and the aftermath in this country taught us anything by way of example, it's about how educating ourselves on other cultures and beliefs and showing inclusivity can work towards healing many of our ingrained social ills. So it's a good reminder for our kids as they head into a new term to embrace new and different, to be unafraid of change, to relish challenges and to seek out stuff outside their comfort zone. New, inclusive and diverse friendships may be a good place to start. To be honest, don't really care as long as they just go away from me. Right? That's what we really want. I mean, they can get their brain stimulated at the same time. I guess that's good, but they're certainly not going to get much brain stimulation from me. That's for damn sure. Uh, no matter uh, what language we speak, apparently our accent is one of the sexiest in the world. I mean, just ask Simon Bridges. Look at his sex appeal. Is this global love affair with our accent a surprise to you? It is a little bit because, um, as probably most New Zealanders know, as soon as you get outside of New Zealand, people start thinking that you actually are an Australian. And so I can't really see how people can tell the difference between Australian accents and New Zealand accents in a questionnaire survey when they can't tell the difference in real life. Yes. So when you're travelling around um, and people don't know where you're from and they try and guess, do they often say Australian to you, Miriam, as opposed to Kiwi? Oh, sure, sure. I mean, yeah. and I think most New Zealanders have had that experience, right? I mean, I think most yeah. people outside of New Zealand and Australia, they've had more exposure to Australian accents, so it's likely to be a little bit more familiar. Yeah. What, is there any scientific basis to what people find sexy about accents? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, like most things to do with sexiness, I mean, it's very much a product of the culture you grew up in. So, you know, whether you find big bottoms or droopy earlobes or, you know, pert little breasts sexy is actually very much more a function of, you know, what your culture and your society values than anything, you know, sort of biological or, um, you know, sort of um, actually, you know, anything out there that's objectively measurable in the real world. I'm beginning, uh, now that the story has come out, I'm beginning to wish I had married a foreigner uh, because they would have found my voice sexy. And then, because it's a lot of, you know, that whole talk dirty to me scenario? I've never been very good at that. That seems like a lot of pressure and a lot to think about. I like to think before I speak, and that sort of can ruin the moment. Whereas if it didn't matter what you were saying because you were saying it in a sexy New Zealand accent, I don't think that's, I don't think other New Zealanders find the New Zealand accent sexy, do they? 
Uh, it's probably not, especially when they're yelling about hitting their thumb with a hammer. I was just bringing to talk about the um, the blood under the thumb. Is there a word I, for that? Well, it's kind of a blood blister. Okay. But a, a bruise is a hematoma, and I think yeah. it's probably a hematoma. Yeah. Um, but I did it one time, I can't remember, with a hammer or something, and I went to the A&E, and they, they did it... Um, in a way that I just copied later on when I did it again at home. So what they did is they took a, uh, what do you call it, a paper clip, uh, the metal one, not the one covered with the plastic, and they heated up the end with a lighter, as hot as it could go, and then they just put it on where the blister is on your nail, and it burns a little hole. Okay. And then once the hole's burned, the, the blood comes out and the pressure is instantly relieved. So the heated, the heated paper clip will, will melt the thumbnail? It'll melt through your nail. Your, your nail is just made of um, keratin, the same as your hair. It's just way more layers. So when you put the, you know, you imagine you burn your hair, it's, very, it's highly Yeah, because I'd, for, I'd forgotten that, Tamara, because I did this 10 years ago in one of those bread bins, you know, in those old state houses where you chuck the bread bin and it hurt like heck and didn't get any sleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I think that's but this time I'd forgotten all about that, so I had the the nail out and I was, I was twisting it back and forth, and took a long time. But I remember the and paper also, clip has been the instant. Pressure, the, the pressure of that as well, because you're pushing down on the, with the nail. Yeah, that can yeah. also increase the pain. Whereas if you like, if you get the paper clip hot enough, you don't actually need to exert that much pressure on the nail. You just need to sort of touch it. Yeah, and it okay. Will, and it will. I mean, you need to do it a few times. You can't just do it once. You need heat it up, put it on, heat it up. And you've got to be careful that you don't go all the way through and start burning a hole in your thumb. Yes, but, yes. Um, it does relieve the pressure instantly, and it's, it's a really good trick. And that's what they do at the hospitals as well. So. And Tamara, when you were there at A&E, did they make you feel like that wasn't a worthy thing, or were they quite understanding? Um, I can't really <laughs> remember. I feel like I... Feel like I, I I kind of talk my way into things by saying, you know, oh God, stupid me, look what I've done, and then they make, and then they feel bad. Yes, of course. Okay, because they, they feel bad because you're feeling bad. Yeah. Okay. Silly yeah, me. Look what. Like, oh, don't. Don't worry. Yeah, don't okay. worry you know. Nothing worse than um, hurting yourself by doing something stupid. Um, I mean, obviously, I do that several times a day. I wish I didn't. Is there a way to stop that? I don't know. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB for Tuesday. Try not to hurt yourself doing something stupid between now and when I talk to you tomorrow, and we'll take it from there.